Warning! What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh, and don't you mean this year's edition of GeekPod? Right now, but hopefully we're fixing that. <laughs> and I'm Corbs. All right. And uh, all, all three of us are back. We're doing this a little bit different. Uh, we're basically doing what the rest of the podcast industry, industry did back in, oh, I don't know, April, and started going via Zoom. And um, how did this come about, Paul? The, 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 the Zoom need? Yeah. Yeah, how oh, did that happen? This, this little thing, something about COVID and eating bats in China. Uh, or, uh, no, no. I mean, I mean, how did we come to this decision to uh, start doing this through Zoom? Um, because we're all back basically on quarantine. I, I'm, you're leading me into a joke that I'm I missing. Leading, <laughs> I, I am leading. I seem to recall somebody texted you about a week ago and said, so are we ever going to record again? What's going on? I don't think that's how the texting started, but no, that was but. said. And I was like, yeah, let's, let, let's do something. And, you know, something we should have done months and months ago. And I did, to my credit, text months and months ago about this. And then in typical GeekPod Paul fashion, uh, it went absolutely fucking nowhere. But here we are. <laughs> right. M- months later. <laughs> right. Well, technically, um, a week later from when I tried to get this ball rolling. And to Hugh's credit, he tried to get me to record last weekend. And, yes. and I, that wasn't going to happen. Because was at that point, it was like 11 o'clock at night. I was in so much fucking pain. I'm like, I just need to go to bed. Why yeah, were you in pain? Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> but, story behind that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, it boils down to the same thing that's a running theme for all of us. We're getting fucking old. Um, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but we generally start these shows off with our Beer bastard segment, and I usually like to say, Dr. Hugh, let's catch a buzz. But is anyone drinking? I, I, saw, I saw you pull up a bottle of uh, water there. Yes. So, Corbs? I just got water tonight. Okay. Well, you know what? It's one thing when we're all sitting around a table and we hang out and stuff. I mean, this is like, you know, I don't need an excuse to drink at home on a Friday. Well, uh, good point. I've but, always said, I've always said, if you need an excuse to drink, you shouldn't. So yeah, it's, it's, I, mean, it's I don't know. It's not the doing same. It. No, it isn't. But I, I, I did find something that I want to try out. And that's going to disappear oh. because of my very cool thing. It's, um, a beer by Hardywood. Hold on. I'm trying to work out this Zoom camera thing because uh, I still have a face for radio. It's a Hardywood gingerbread stout, and I'm just going to crack this right now. Um, oh, and this is normally – this is uh, there's three more, and I will save some for the first time we can actually get back together. Which will be person. what? 2027, maybe? Is, that's <laughs> what I'm going to go with. By then, Hugh's going to have, like, the ZZ Top beard going all the way down to his knees. <laughs> Um, I may actually grow a actual real beard instead of this corporate beard I have to keep. But, um, and this might be something new because I mean, this is, I mean, we have video now, so this might be something new for most of, okay. What's left of the audience. (laughs) Um, they actually get to see our stupid faces for the first time, (laughs) except for Laura. I literally, she just saw me last week. Um, also part of the, the, the pain story. So, um, Laura's a pain. Oh, yeah, she's been for years. 
Do it has to do with football, I take it. Football is over. No, but forever. The, the no, they're saying it wasn't. Okay. Um, but let, let me read my, my thing here on the beer, which is usually Hugh's job. <laughs> I, I need to take a sip of it first before I spill it by reading it. That's, That's not what good. I was expecting. Uh, Hardywood Gingerbread Stout, the original gingerbread stout. Uh, it's an imperial milk stout with cinnamon, vanilla, ginger, and honey, which sounds like something you would do, Hugh. This sounds like one of your concoctions. Uh, may- maybe, maybe. Made with fresh local baby ginger from Castlemont Farm and wildflower honey from Bearer Farms, Hardywood Gingerbread Stout captures the terrier of central virginia in a rich creamy libation with a fresh snap of ginger in the finish we hope hardywood gingerbread stout contributes to your merriment this season best mm. enjoyed fresh exactly i don't know who that was it just bounced that was i'm not surprised uh this has a really cool like dark like caramel color it almost looks like a root beer but um if you put it in a glass, you can tell better. Uh, yeah, but I'm, I was rushing, like I said. You're, you're I was, a Neanderthal, I know. Yeah, and then there's that too. Going back in. You know, I don't like that description because, you know, when you were reading that, the first thing that came to my mind is, you know, how long has baby Ginger been missing? And do, does her, do her parents know she's in the beer? Right. Was she <laughs> before that in a well? <laughs> but it's not bad. Um, I definitely get the gingerbread out of it which is kind of the point, I'm sure. Uh, the label's kind of cool. I'm, I'm going to try and steal an image of this and put it up. Perhaps it'll get posted to uh, to our social media, which all of a sudden within the last week came back to life. I don't know if you guys noticed that. I noticed I'm getting a lot of alerts that uh, people liked things and such. And uh, I don't Have you been posting there or what's going on? I have not. Fires have been lit elsewhere. Oh, good, good. Yes. Or threatened this to is, be lit. Let's put this it This is way. like the seventh or eighth fire? Um, yeah. Hopefully this yeah. one doesn't burn out so quick. <laughs> she's gonna fucking hate us real fast again <laughs> i would take that's i would take it that's laura yes she, she's our our social media oh. maven can, can you, you blame her we've done jack shit since when was the last time we got together december 1st of last year was the last time the three was of us it were december together December 1st jesus i, I believe so this year so I, so you're saying so you're saying pretty much a year since we've almost been uh, yeah because if i take my normal time to drag out the editing and posting it yeah it'll be a year so <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some credit. It is Thanksgiving next week. Even better excuse. You're giving him credit for Thanksgiving. He's on right. a fucking program. Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I could be. I may have the hat upstairs. <laughs> I can. I can bet you do. I'll probably have something similar at least. <laughs> I did not know that about you and your wife. <laughs> well, I mean, we have the sex lives of pilgrims. No, those are Puritans, aren't they? So they the same I, I thing. Thinking, I was thinking role play, but. Oh. Well, you could take it whatever way you want to go. That's what she said. No, she didn't. No, wow. she did not. Um, all right, so let's jump into it. Um, instead of what's got you geeked, let's do what's new with you guys. <laughs> you want to go first, you? Yeah, go ahead, Corbs. What's new with me? Uh, let's see, I've been out of work since mid-March. I got officially laid off in mid-July. So I spent my entire summer doing Nothing. Jack and shit. I played golf all summer long. Thank you, Donald Trump and the federal government for Did that. you just thank Donald Trump? Well, yeah. He gave me $500 a week to do, um, what's that word? Oh, yeah, jack shit. 
trust me. So I took yeah. that money and I paid bills, which, and I saved a lot of it, which is nice. Smart I did save some of it, but, but I, I probably played 40, 40 rounds of golf this summer. I don't think I've played 40 rounds of golf in my life. Yeah. And I played, we, and I have a group of guys I play with. So there's four guys, you know, three are isolating one that. Three, three iron is one of them. <laughs> but we, yeah, we, yeah, we've been playing. We played golf all, all over the place this year, and anywhere we've played. Uh, I played the casino for the first time this year, which was, nice. which is interesting. It was a, it's a, it's a definitely a tough course, but it was fun. So, but we played everywhere this year. So that's what I've been doing, and I've been lately. I've been watching old '80s movies, bad '80s movies. Oh. At least the old 80s movies I've been watching it were the good ones. No, no. I've been watching, like, Runaway with Tom Selleck. Don't even know if you guys know that movie. Yeah. Uh, what else? Beastmaster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Attack Force Z. Nope. No, okay. That, was, that had uh, a, a very young Mel Gibson in it. So. Now, hold yeah. on. Why are nope. we not taking the opportunity first you should have ran this by us because i totally would have been making you do segments of like reviews of shitty 80 80s movies this whole time oh, I don't, don't you worry about that i got my <laughs> sister's i got my sister's prime account man I, I that's where i found all these movies i've been watching them so you want fucking reviews i'll give you some shitty reviews hey we do it <laughs> yeah i'll get you some reviews on some of these movies i, I got a list of movies that i gotta watch like blue I, blue thunder no, Nick. Wow. Yeah, I'll give you some reviews for these movies. They're oh boy. they're 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 definitely bad '80s action movies. What would be better, Corb's doing his own review or just reading some of the Amazon reviews? Because those things can oh, be pretty damn get, funny yeah. sometimes. I mean, I say we mix it in. We do both. So yeah, you get someone get, to do a dramatic reading, like voiceover of the the, the <laughs> shitty reviews that are already on Amazon, and then Corb's does his own. <laughs> I like it. So that's it. That's it. That's all I've been doing. And I've been helping mom around. Nice. Very, very nice. Other than that, I I sit in my room and I play PlayStation. Any idea when you might get back to work? Any indication? No, I got, I got officially laid off from Usher from my old, my old job in July. So I'm not, I'm out of work right now permanently. For reals. For reals. Yeah. So I've I've been looking for work. I had a guy contact me, um, Last week, about a, from an employment agency, that uh, <coughs> excuse me, they might be having something coming here in Syracuse in the next couple, next probably sometime beginning of next year. So maybe if you make him one of the guys you play with, he can hook you up. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't like playing with other guys. You just told us you had a group of them you play with. <laughs> I like playing with Which those guys. That? Those are his, his guys. Those are the only That's joysticks right. he likes. <laughs> those, those guys have been tested. I know if they're okay or not. They don't got the Rona. They don't got the Rona, and they don't have anything else either. See, that's funny because you know I consider you know you guys my friends, but I would have no idea if you had something else. You must be really, really close with these guys, right? <laughs> I've been really close to those. I mean, really close <laughs> with those guys. That's outstanding. <clears throat> so that's what's been new with me. Absolutely nice. nothing. Gotcha. That that is the one thing that he said I, he was bringing as a topic tonight was boredom. So yeah, he's he, he's living up to it. That's for sure. I mean, you I know, for it. all for all I know, Paul has syphilis, which would really explain a lot if it's went untreated this long. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
It's kind of a cerebral joke there, Hugh. Mm, yes. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know. I've never been tested. <laughs> I just, things just start rotting. I don't get it. Uh, Dr. Yu, what have you been up to? I, mostly the same thing I was doing before the pandemic. Uh, our lives didn't change. I mean, with the exception of not being able to see my older kids, they're, uh, they're tackling this differently. Um, yeah. They're not, I, I don't want to say they're not being safe, but they, they are more trusting and they have a larger group of people. And, you know, like, like you haven't seen me on Facebook hanging out in somebody's backyard with their kids or anything like that. Um, so I'm, I don't want to say, I'm not saying it in a, in a negative way, but um, we have my mother-in-law, who's the only other person in our, our group right now, only person we see. And, you know, she's elderly, she's at risk, and mm-hmm. we're, we're not going to take the chance. Um, you know, I mean, my, my Ella always says, well, you know, I, the only person I hang out with is so-and-so, and they've been really careful. It's like, but you don't know that. Right. You don't know how careful they've been. Yeah, so, I saw something on Facebook the other day that I, uh, one of the nurses I know posted and it was about how people think that their bubble is small. And then it was basically Venn diagrams around it of the, their bubble, but then all their bubbles, bubbles, like yeah. as it spreads out. Yeah. And it's, it, it's actually really eye opening because everybody's like, Oh no, I'm being safe. Yeah. I mean, but, we kept Avery home. We decided you? not, yeah, not to send her into school um, because of this, but also because, you know, there are families who don't have that, that option. We do. We're here anyway. Right. She can do we're school at home, you know, full time. Uh, so we wanted to free that spot up for another kid whose family couldn't do that. Uh, so, I mean, literally, and, and my mother-in-law, I mean, she, she stays in her apartment. She comes to our house. I mean, she shops, you mm-hmm. know, she wears a mask and everything, but she's not hanging out with anyone else. So we 100% know what her bubble is right? because she's That's just good. as freaked out. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've just been doing the same thing without the kids. Um, a lot of, I mean, Play a lot of PlayStation, uh, watch a lot of TV. Um, did get some Rev swag, which I'm wearing. Came, yes. came in the mail on uh, Thursday. Now, Wednesday. now, do we have to pixelate for for the video? No, no, not at all. <laughs> we have we have their blessing on. Uh, we don't have their blessing, but I mean, I don't need their permission to wear their T-shirt. Because fuck them. That's why. No. Just kidding. Um, well, and I've talked about it. You know, I look at it as free advertising. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. That, yeah. And I mean, you've discussed who you work for many times before. I'm very, so. very proud of the company I work for. Yeah. So, um, luckily, we have not had uh, any issues as, as far as, you know, slowdown. In fact, nice. um, many of your, your kids and your students are probably using our services right now because when the uh, pandemic happened, oh, this is great to talk about. So I think it was about March 13th, 14th is when we realized, oh, shit, this is a big deal. I mean, that's kind of when everything started shutting down. Mm-hmm. That's within when I came two, home. Within two weeks, our engineers had in beta live captioning on Zoom meetings. That's awesome. They, they built it like ridiculously fast. And for the rest of the, the year in the summer, we gave it away free to K2 through 12 schools to help with distance learning. And then in August, it came out of beta and became a paid product, um, which is being used by so many, I mean, businesses, schools, everybody's using it to provide mm-hmm. closed captioning. There. What the hell was that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I Corb's got something. Yeah, I got a text message. And another one. But yeah, so we're doing closed sorry. captioning on uh, Zoom meetings now. So it's it's the biggest product launch we've ever had. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, so that, that's been pretty exciting, but it's also been crazy, crazy busy. I believe it. Um, the other big news there, um, which I think you know, but uh, not that anyone probably cares, but... Uh, they brought us all on, on re- as real employees now. So I'm no longer a contractor. I have insurance. I had a telemed appointment with a doctor this morning. 
Um, and I've, I've gone to a few appointments already. Um, actually went in, got my blood work done. You know, was all worried about that because, you know, I, I'm old and overweight and, you know, not very healthy and everything was fine. I have a vitamin D deficiency. And he said, other than that, everything was great. Even my blood pressure. I was like, are you serious? My blood pressure's fine? No shit. Good for you. So, yeah. That's very good awesome. for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I got days off, you know, uh, we get the day after Thanksgiving off too. Um, nice. Not that you can do anything this year, but yeah. Uh, but we just <laughs> had veteran same. veterans day. We just had that off, which, uh, oh, crap. We didn't even get that off. Yeah. We, we get yeah. a, like, there's no, a, I'm sorry. Wait, was it indigenous people day? We didn't get off. Okay. Uh, well, that's, that's, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. No, we, we have that wrong. off too. No, we've got like, I think 15 holidays a year and I have three weeks of vacation. Plus, that's awesome. Either. That's more vacation than I get. Yeah, well, I've, been, I've been with my place for six years. You need well, to get I, out then. Right, just go. <laughs> that's um, sweet. So yeah, I mean, it's it's really, I mean, as, as far as, you know, how my life has been going, I apologize for everybody else if you know, things have been iffy, but all the good things that everybody else had that, that we really wanted, we finally have. So that's awesome. it's been a, a net positive experience. So 2020 hasn't been bad for me. He's probably the only people in America that can say that. <laughs> that that's entirely possible. <laughs> um, it hasn't been bad. It's been different for me as everyone else has gone through. I mean, we, we came home, I think on the 13th was my last day in the office as well. Um, and I had the option. I could have stuck it out longer, but I'm like, you know what? I, I can't afford to with what I have going on here with Madison and everything. It's, it's not worth it. I think I talked to both of you guys about it shortly thereafter. Cause that's when we decided that we can't do recordings anymore in person. And I mean, at that point, all this virtual stuff really wasn't a standard, you know? So we kind of, we kind of took a nap for a while and we kind of overslept. We missed the alarm because of me. Um, and, uh, I mean, the same idea. I mean, I, I've been home, did do some things I probably shouldn't have, like, you know, finished out my football career. Uh, that came back. We, we, we had one final season, and I, I finished that out. We're done. I'm done forever. Um, I believe I got a text message the very next day saying, how's the post-football life? <laughs> Like rubbing, rubbing a little salt in the wound there. <laughs> are, are you guys still working from home? Yes and no. Um, we have the option through July. Okay. Um, I go in now and then if someone's needed to babysit IT. They want to have one person in IT every day. So I'll go in once every couple weeks. I'm basically hanging back and letting people who are like the young adults or people who don't have kids at home and stuff like that who want to come in let them come do it. So you're still working from home every day. Mostly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We know we never stopped. Like the same as you things got fucking crazy for a while. Like it was, it was so stressful trying to manage 100% support for everybody working remotely from my basement. Like I, I've told the story multiple times. I may have even told you guys off mic about one day with like, just the pressure was so high that I just, I automatically, I flipped the fuck out And Madison was set up at a table next to me doing schoolwork. I'm sitting here and it just, the pressure got to me. I, I lost it. I flipped out. I ripped these headphones off and I grabbed my plate that was on my, my desk from lunch and literally threw it like a Frisbee across the basement. 
all caught on video for Madison's class to see. It was <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And the plate was plastic, so I didn't shatter a plate and have okay. to explain that one to the family. Uh, but yeah, I, I, it got tough for a while. We, we figured everything out, everything leveled out and we're all doing okay. Uh, they gave us a pay reduction for a while. We're just finally getting back to normal. They dropped everybody like 25%. Oh, wow. So, yeah. That, that was a kick in the nuts for a while, but yeah. we, we're, we're back up and running the way we should be um and things are all right uh Kristen is also working from home until july um you know that's that that's been great just <laughs> <laughs> for you guys listening audio wise i just mind that i was slitting my wrists and i know that's insensitive to suicidal folks and all that but we're not politically correct here never have been no hmm which I got chastised for. Do you remember this, Hugh? What? With uh, the whole Black Lives Matter thing, I, uh, in solidarity, I took the Geek Pod page dark for the day when everyone else yeah. was doing it that Tuesday. <laughs> and Hugh started busting my balls about it. He's like, fuck that. It's great and all, but we are not politically correct. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> so I got to get a good chuckle out of that. I appreciated it. I'm sure that was... You were, you were kind of going against your own, uh, your own. Yes. There, so. I, I know because I'm the one that's always been the one that's like, literally, like I said earlier, cause fuck them. That's why. Yeah. I mean, and, hey, I'm completely for that and I, yes. it, and I think it's a great idea, but you know, if I have to make you follow your own rules, I mean, there has to be law and order here. So uh, <laughs> yes, I, yeah. Ball busting was, was called for there. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. So you guys want to know about the, the whole, pain thing now yes yeah yourself okay so i'd say probably the end of last football season so we're talking last fall um i felt like i tweaked something shoulder was bothering me my left shoulder wasn't a big deal i figured it overextended something i'm old and fat and shouldn't be playing football with 20 year olds let it go continued on the whole year probably as all this nonsense was starting it was starting to bug me more and more fast forward to shit when did we start july and uh yeah it was it we started uh july 23rd because it was right after my birthday that we went back to playing football still bugging me and um i i didn't know why i'm like it shouldn't be bugging me this long continue on with the season now it's getting to the point where it's waking me up at night can't stay on it can't lift my arm over my head so i talked to my doctor about it he's like oh it's arthritis i'm gonna send you for an x-ray comes back he says that's not arthritis um he thought it was bursitis so he was sending me to sos i'm like all right well at least something's not torn i'm not going under a knife go to see sos after Laura got me the appointment because, you know, SOS never called me to make the appointment after my doctor did the recommendation. And um, he starts looking at me, starts asking questions. It's like, you're diabetic, aren't you? I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, that is uh, that's frozen shoulder syndrome. And it's one of the worst I've ever seen. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what that means. He said, here, basically, this is what it means. You have no range of motion and try to put your hand behind your back. That couldn't happen. Like literally, like I had 
nothing. So basically the only thing they can do is PT. I'm doing six weeks of PT where they go in and they just beat the shit out of me. It's all stretches this mm-hmm. way, that way. Um, and, and each session culminates with me on my back on one of their massage tables. And they literally, it feels like, cause I have to close my eyes because otherwise I'm going to punch this guy in the face. It feels like they take my arm and they twist it into a pretzel. The first night we did it, um, something popped and the dude that did it was so fucking excited about it. He was like, Oh my God, did you feel that? Did you feel that? That scar tissue popping. And I'm not going to lie. It brought tears to my eyes. Like I I had a hold of the table so hard because if I would have let go, I was going to knock him off of that stool. And, and, and so slowly but surely I'm starting to get it back. I can actually lift my arm over my head, but it's not good times. And I'm, I mean, I'm two weeks in on PT at this point. So that's, and when we were doing it, there was the last Thursday night that we, uh, we were texting about this because I remember it because that was my second session of PT and I, I, I damn near didn't make it through it because he doesn't stop the, the, the pushing and pulling until more scar tissue rips each week. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. So. I was, uh, when I was at the hospital, when I was working up there, I was talking to one of the, uh, the nurses, I became friends with a lot of the nurses up there and they said that they have a lot of people that will come in for shoulder surgery. Mm-hmm. and they give you exercises to do when you go home and they don't do them and then the shoulder gets frozen yep and they come back in and like you did something wrong and they find out that what it is is it's frozen shoulder syndrome so what they do is they strap them to the table and they do just what you said they pop the shoulder till all the scar tissue is done mm-hmm. and it's the worst pain you've been through it's worse than actually having shoulder surgery uh, i've heard um because my aunt apparently had it too and she was telling me <gasps> that this pain was worse than giving birth twice and having the, the tip of her finger cut off. And I'm like, Oh, that's fun. That's, that's always good times. And they're, they're having me do it with no pain management. Having the tip of your finger cut off isn't all that bad. I've done it like three times. So, well, I mean, hers literally got like first oh. knuckle cut off, like oh. in an industrial accident. All right. Um, but no, I know what you're saying. Like I slip with knives all the time. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's good times. It's good times. Well, I'm glad that you're enjoying it so much. Yeah. Uh, those aren't it. the words I would use, but I know it's a necessary evil at this point. Like, it's, it's got to be done. So. <sighs> did they say where it came from? Or is it just, did you? Mars. Was Mars. Mars? Yes. Uh, no, they, they have nothing. They, they, that's what he said. He just basically threw his hands up and said, it's one of those things. Something, um, you must have separated the shoulder at some point. Probably. Somebody must have found a box of uncounted scar tissue in the back room. Right. But that's that's where we're at. So. Um, Good that you're making progress. Yes. Yes. And and trying to be healthier with the whole eating and all that good stuff. Why? Because now they've added me on to a nightly insulin injection for my diabetes. I've been there. Yeah, that's good times, right? Uh, Basagalar or something like that. No, you do it every night. Yeah. Uh, mine's once a week. No, I've got Ozempic <laughs> weekly. And this is riveting shit for the audience, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, mine was once a week, but because, you know, since I don't have any more insurance, I can't go get medicine, so. Dude. 
Sure. We're not going to do the whole lecturing thing on Mike, though, are we? Especially since we got about no. nine minutes left before this thing. No, 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 no. No lecturing. no lecturing. Once I get once I get insurance, I'll be back at the doctor. Good. I've already, I've already told my doctor. She, I, I talked to them. They go, oh, come get her. Come get your. I'm like, I can't. You can't come in right now. <laughs> insurance. Like, oh, okay. Once I get insurance, she's the first fucking phone call I'm making. You know, I, I read somewhere, and I don't know if it was true, uh, because people were bitching about prescriptions online. They said you can get insulin at Walmart for 25 bucks. I That's heard that was so that might be coming or something. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't know. Just just throwing it out there. I, right. I, I don't have to worry about insulin, so I don't know that much about it, but I did catch that as part of a larger conversation. And I was like, oh, I mean, that's still probably, you know, more than you'd pay if you had insurance, but, you know, if it's a life or death situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's actually 25 bucks about what I was paying for a three-month supply of it, so. Oh, nice. Well, a month, 25 bucks a month, so it was $75 for three months, but with my insurance. So, it wasn't bad. And the, the injections aren't that bad. It wasn't that bad either. I know, riveting stuff we're talking about. Fucking injecting. Prescriptions, uh, okay? So, my, my doctor, his, his name is, uh, well, he's a PA. Uh, his name is Darren Quee. Now, first of all, this guy reminds me, he's like, I, I think he, he's Asian. Um, I, I don't want to, like, come out and say that, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure. He's like the Asian David Tennant. Okay, he's so skinny, it's like a special effect. And he's got that like 10th Doctor Who energy. It's just, the guy's amazing, okay? And just let, let me explain to you. Should, should I go into a very graphic, probably gross conversation, Paul? Let's do it. But remember, you may get cut off on this. Okay, well, I'll try to be quick then. Uh, so uh, we, we took a, a trip to Maine. Uh, back in September, uh, because Maine is a safe state. It was a safe state, at least. And what it was is my mother-in-law always goes up there, and she rents uh, like a cabin in this place. It's it's like a mobile home park, but not. They have they have little cottages or cabins instead. And uh, she always rents a place up there. And because they were so dead, they offered one with a, a second room. So she invited us to come with her. So it was kind of like we went there and we're locked down in there. You know. Right. Um, while I was there, something happened. Now. Everybody knows, you know, especially if you're a big guy, and I know you guys know what I'm talking about. You know, if your thighs rub together or whatever, sometimes you get, it's not a zit, it's called a subcutaneous uh, cyst, but it's common. It's not anything weird. They, they flare up, they, you know, they eventually go away. Uh, people, I know people don't like to talk about fat people health problems, but that's a thing. Um, you can get them other places too. Well, somehow I developed one basically where my testicles and my asshole come together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Underneath. And it swelled to about this big. Wait, am I? No, that's that's about right. That's about right. I was Damn. when I was moving my junk, I was taking my hand and lifting because I had to lift everything up and like put it on top of my legs to sleep at night. It was so painful. And it, was, <sighs> it was just that's what it was. It was a cyst that had become super infected. And um, so I, I had an appointment with the doctor because I had my insurance and everything. I made we get back and I'm like, I'm just I can't do anything. I'm totally out of it no matter what right. i do i'm in serious pain and uh i made an appointment and it was supposed to be our get to know each other appointment but instead i walked in there you know dropped my pants pulled up my ball sack <laughs> and said can you help me and he's like oh my god i'm gonna take care of this for you right now um so, so he, he did he got me um a, a prescription for some painkillers and antibiotics and stuff got everything fixed up everything's back to normal now but the guy was, I mean, that, that's got to be a bizarre situation, especially for him meeting somebody, he's never, a patient he's never seen before. And uh, he handled it with, with grace in class. And, and ever since then, I've had my follow-up appointments. He's trying really hard to get me um, medicine for migraines. Mm -hmm. uh, 
but okay, the first time, the first medicine he tries to get me on, he uh, goes to a website and gets this coupon so I can get it for free. Nice. And of course, my well, my pharmacist is having issues with it; they can't fill it. So today, he did, does a telemed with me, and he's like, "Here, okay, I want you to text to this number and walks me through this process, and I get this code from another pharmaceutical company to get a discount on a, a different drug that they might be able to get." Uh, but he just he tries so hard, and of course, the pharmacy also didn't have that one <laughs> today. Uh, but is is this normal? I used to go to the doctor. They'd say, "Here's a here's a piece of paper. Go get some penicillin." Now it's like, go to this website, text this thing on the phone. I, crazy. Is that normal now? Yeah, I get that about once every couple months for some of my stuff too. They're okay. like, follow this link, like fill this out, and then show them this code or whatever. Yeah, I've not been in the do- to the doctor in so long that this is brand new to me. Yeah, it's 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 gotten weird. Like everything is interconnected now like everything's web but, and maybe maybe the reason he's so happy is he's getting huge kickbacks from these companies for trying right. to give me their drugs but i will say it's been a pleasant experience because you know i mean how many people here look forward to going to the doctor i like the dude he's cool he was even my, my guys up. my guy's fun too you know we, we were even talking um because he asked me what i like to do i said i brew beer it's like oh you know i read this thing about you know guinness stout and i'm like ah that, that's like bud light to me he's like oh you like the bar- bourbon barrel age ones i'm like yeah he's like i have some founder cbs in my basement right now i'm like nice the coolest guy in the world I'm <laughs> you know? it was such a weird experience you know prior to that it was like man i don't want to go to the doctor right yeah no one wants to go but it, it makes it way nicer when you have a guy like that who's who's at least interesting and likable and yeah. it makes it easier like my my dude always talks about his guns and how you know we need to be fortifying and you know, <laughs> he's, he's one of those guys that's kind of great uh, well now that everyone knows way too much about my testicles oh i mean it happens <laughs> move on <laughs> All right. I think we're going to go to break here. And um, when we come back, I think we're going to get into our, uh, our movie review. Okay. All right. So we'll be back with you in just a couple of minutes, guys. The fourth annual sci-fi horror fest returns in 2021 with an all new location. This family friendly event will have new celebrity guests, new activities and attractions, as well as a diverse selection of vendors ranging from horror and sci-fi merchandise artists and authors, tattoo artists, podcasts, as well as unique vendors like breweries and wineries. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Guest announcements will begin after the new year. For all up-to-date information, including tickets, vendor space, and sponsorship packages, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Please note, Dates of event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. And we're back. That was a nice break, wasn't it, guys? Oh, that was beautiful. That was fantastic. Did some deep breathing, some yoga, some DDP yoga. So nice. There you go. Bang. That hurt, by the way. <laughs> Scott Hall. Yes, he's got his shit together. Have you seen him? No, it's that shit's way out of whack, anyways. Yeah, and it, it looks, makes me sad looks, to see the people from the '90s now. He looks like he's a uh, he's done his fair share of drugs. He has, and lots and lots of alcohol. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, he's a mess. 
Yes. So. All right. Speaking of things that we anticipated being a mess, um, Dr. Hugh, I know you've watched that. I'm not sure about you, Corbs. I gave you the nope. option. And, okay. Corbs doesn't watch that show. The New Mutants. Wow. What a great movie. Are you, are you being sarcastic or no? No, I, I'm Okay, being thank God, serious. because I loved I mean, it. I mean, for, for not having high expectations and all the, the rumors we heard about it, and the fact that it's, you know, I mean, let's be honest, you know, New Mutants was all like, you know, the, the X-Men B team or C team or something like that. I mean, the comics were good, but they weren't at the forefront. No, um, what they a, were supposed to be kids, yes. Yeah, it was a great movie. I mean, it actually it. made me sad that that iteration of the Marvel Universe, a cinematic universe, is ending because I really wanted to see more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and as well, I mean... Maisie Williams wasn't as irritating in it as she is in some things, which is good. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing I've seen her in because I never finished Game of Thrones. So uh, I've actually I've seen her in that. We watched New Mutants, and then I watched a movie called The Owners that had her in it. That also has uh, Sylvester McCoy, who's the uh, Seventh Doctor, oh, uh, nice. which was kind of a, a thriller movie about these kids that break into these old people's house, and then the old people turn out to be crazy, sadistic motherfuckers, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> they regret it. But yeah, she like she I keep putting on movies and oh shit there's Maisie Williams. there she is uh yeah great great movie and you know what characterizations were actually pretty spot on yeah especially with uh, Ileana. I, I think yes uh yeah that was dead on I, I was yeah born. that was great that that girl was seriously disturbed yeah i mean and, if you haven't watched it i mean it's worth watching it sucks that it's the official last Fox X-Men movie, mm-hmm. but as we, uh, you know, we keep learning that maybe, you know, WandaVision is going to, you know, weave some, some things into the, the Marvel universe. We know the X-Men are coming. Maybe they'll be able to do something with that. Which would be very cool. And because there has been rumors that um, Marvel has approached Hugh Jackman about reprising. But I don't think it's going to happen. Probably not. Cause there's, there's a lot of explaining a way to do there, especially with Logan which I understand that takes place years in the future, but yeah, well, I think the bigger problem there is, it may not even be, yeah. I mean, like, seriously, I mean, the guy's dedicated. He does not want to work that fucking hard to get that ripped body. To death. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, seriously, I mean, you see what he looks like. I mean, I'm sure he's well-built certainly better than me on, a, on any given day, but the work, the stuff he has to do to get in Wolverine shape is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. To get that sin- sinewy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he put in the dedication. I'd love to have him again too, but you know, I'm kind of like, yeah, dude. Right. Somebody younger, get him, let you up. You, you've done your well, part. I don't think they need to go younger, but I think that they need to get away from the idea that he has to be quite that sinewy and, and muscular. I mean, Wolverine is short and stocky and built. You know, yep. it doesn't have to be quite that extreme. I mean, you don't have to have him with a shirt off half the time. They only did that because it's Hugh Jackman. You know, the <laughs> right. Wolverine doesn't take a shirt off that often. Yeah, uh, no. You could get away with a stockier actor or someone that doesn't have to bust their ass so much. Who do you think would make a good Wolverine? Somebody That's realistic, rough. not somebody um, who's too famous to get pulled into a, a series. Right, because I'd like to see Tom Hardy. I think he would be great as a Wolverine. But I saw that too. But did I thought they announced something about a black woman being bound. No, no. In, in the new movie, Bond is retired and a black woman has taken over the code name. Okay. 007. I gotcha. And, and people are like, oh, no. Yeah, I saw the same thing. yeah, it's it's stupid. 
Um, I mean, first of all, yes. I mean, I, I don't think there's a problem with if they actually decided to go that and, you know, gender swap it out, I'd watch it. But right. it literally is a title and all she does, is she has the title for part of the movie or maybe all the movie, I don't know. Um, James Bond is still, you know, a white heterosexual guy. So don't worry, <laughs> don't get your undies in a bunch of <laughs> racists and homophobes. Uh, fucking A. But we're talking about New Mutants. So right. I don't even know what else to say. It was good. Uh, it, it was amazing. It was just the, the right amount of creepy. Mm-hmm. The um, special effects, the bear. Oh, so good. Yes, the demon bear was great. Like as soon as I started seeing the hints of what was going on, I got really excited because that is like one of the 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 showpiece story arcs for the new mutants ever. And it was phenomenally done. I, I love the twist with uh who the employer who who her superior was through the whole I, thing. I didn't catch that. Oh, it was the uh, Essex Corporation. Yeah, that which that Mr. is Sinister? yes, Mr. Sinister. I read didn't did Kevin Bacon film an end scene for that? An end no, somebody scene? else did. It was somebody famous? Yes, it was somebody famous, and I don't remember who it was now. But they were set to play Mr. Sinister, but they trimmed it because you're not getting that opportunity anyway. Yeah. So, but I loved how they did the swerve like through through three quarters of the movie, where they basically make you think that the employer is Xavier, and from here you're graduating up to. The X-Men. Yeah. That was great. It was really cool. Very well done. Um, they were name-dropped. I mean, I think Xavier was even name-dropped, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, when he's like, hey, you know who they're talking about, right? Oh, he's yeah. Like, <laughs> and it, it's, it's, so clearly the X-Men are a public presence in, in that. This which, point, yeah. which made me think. Um, I know that in, in the Fox movies, the public knows about the X-Men, but they don't really spend a whole lot of time on that other than maybe people being freaked out you know about the mutants and wanting laws and stuff but there's it's it's not the same as like with the avengers where you can see the avengers interact with the world on a day-to-day basis it it never really i never even thought about that until they made that reference in new mutants and i was like well shit yeah everybody knows who they are right and they reference them being heroes too yeah so which is weird because like through most of the x-men movies that's not how they're viewed by the public yeah so there was clearly supposed to be a gap in time there somewhere. I think this was supposed to fall in between the X-Men movies we've seen and Logan somewhere, but I don't know. Really, really well done. Um, A little more explanation on why Sam was beat to shit all the time would have been nice, (laughs) but (laughs) I mean, our first introduction to him, he's got a a swollen black eye, like swollen shot, (laughs) a broken arm. It's like, okay, dude, like you clearly do not have a handle on these abilities yet. So, well, I think they kind of showed that when he was chained and flying. Yes. Trying to, yeah, he had no control, which was really cool. Which one of us does. Very true. Yeah. It's a good call. Sort of. <laughs> Maybe. Kind of. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So, yes. Um, uh, two thumbs up from us, from the sounds of it, for both yeah, of us. Love that movie. Very excited. Bummed that I had to wait this long to see it. Yeah, for real. But, yeah. Because I would have liked to have seen it in a theater. That would have been a cool experience. But, yeah, there's no way I'm going anywhere near a theater right now. Because movie taverns open and they were playing it. But I'm not. Nope. Yeah, I read, is it official now that Wonder Woman's coming to HBO Max now and, and theaters in the same day? That's what I hear, what, Christmas Day. So, anybody else getting on the uh, the HBO Max train there? No, not, not yet. I, I mean, there's some stuff coming down the line, uh, you know, the, the Justice League 
uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League cut. I, there's there's stuff that I'm interested in, but right now at launch, there is zero reason for me to to pick that up. Especially since all the DC Universe shows seem to be coming to the CW. Yeah, well, I mean, Titans isn't, but Titans isn't in a new season yet. So, um, you know, we, we kind of have to wait and see what uh, when that all starts. I, I may jump in down the road because there are some things. Like, I want to watch Titans season three. I mean, I like Titans. It's great. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Any of it, really? Nope. Not yet. Oh, crap. Yeah. That's really good. Um, That's oh, what I heard. Doom Patrol, which is, you know, just about, you know, my, my favorite show on TV. Heard that's really good, too. I haven't gotten there yet, either. Man, you suck as a fan, Paul. Yeah, well, I don't have DC Universe. I'm, I'm waiting for them all to go to the CW. <laughs> like, we, I watched oh, Stargirl there. That was great. Well, Stargirl has only been on the CW. I thought it was also on DC nope. Universe. Nope. No? Huh, no that was, was good. It was original CW a production. Doom Patrol can't be on CW. It's that messed up. Uh, yeah, and the swearing okay. and every no, that's it, that's that's an adult mature title. It, no way it can be there. Gotcha. Well, the same with Titans, right? Yeah, same thing okay. with Titans. But but Titans is just like there's some swearing and some yeah, get on maybe some sex or something. But I mean, Doom Patrol is just whacked out, fucked up shit. Nice. You know, that, that you 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 can't put on broadcast TV. <laughs> gotcha. I was surprised Swamp Thing came to broadcast TV. That that gets a little trippy. Yeah, and that's really good as well. I love it. I've been loving that. And I heard it's it's kind of like cut up from what it was on DC Universe too. I yeah. would imagine they'd have to cut some of it because yeah, it was. It was that's too bad because that's a great show. So and they're saying that that might get a second chance for another season on CW or on HBO Max. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, could they do it? Yes. Um, are all the actors available now? I mean, they technically canceled the show and then right. half a year after they canceled it, decided to throw it on CW because CW needed programs because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of those people have probably moved on to other projects. now. Right. Okay. Moving on. Hughes news. What do you got? I, I don't really have news. I didn't put a segment together. I didn't write a witty um, political jab for the end of it because, you know, I mean, every single day, politics are fucking crazy. You know, I mean, just it, there's too much. I don't want to do that. Uh, but I, I did I grab a couple things while I was sitting here beforehand. I mean, next time I'll try to prepare a traditional news segment. I just figured we have enough to talk about here. Right. And to catch a lot up. Of it is, is current. Yeah. Um, but a couple of interesting things I did see today. I don't know if you caught this, but a wipeout contestant died after doing the course. No. Yeah. At a cardiac incident. There's not a lot of details on it, but, uh, um, I thought that it was like, wow. I mean, yeah, I know if I did that course, it would kill me. I, I, I feel like that was my kindred spirit there. Um, also saw Black Lightning is ending. What? Season four. It's being canceled after season four. Oh, that's out, too bad. Like a few hours ago. Yeah. Um, Your boy Tony is going to be inconsolable. They're um, doing a spinoff uh, with Pain Painkiller. Pain I saw which, that was a uh, backdoor. Yeah. I mean... I don't know if I need that. I mean, I don't have anything against the actor or his storyline, but I also don't know if I need there to be a whole show based around him. And especially it not, if it sacrifices the awesome uh, family show that uh, the black lightning is uh, I'm really disappointed in this uh, decision. And it kind of makes me wonder are, are now that, you know, um, Berlanti has moved on. Are we going to start seeing all these CW shows just get axed? 
Yeah, well, Supergirl's going too. This is the final yeah. season as well, right? Yeah, Supergirl was being uh, canceled. I mean, we still have some new stuff starting, but I mean, that stuff was kind of in progress before. I read an article where he said that, you know, uh, Crisis was kind of, you know, it for him. Uh, you know, he, he want, that's what he wanted to do. And, you know, he's moving on uh, to other things now. Uh, but yeah, that, that sucks. And uh, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was uh, the Supernatural season finale. Uh, was last night. I actually didn't get to watch it until today. And um, anybody here a fan of Supernatural? I was at the beginning. I haven't watched in like 13 years. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't spoiling anything for anybody. Um, And yeah, if you're listening and you don't want to be spoiled for it, you're going to watch it, you know, turn this off for a few minutes. Uh, Man, dude, I, I, Avery's like, why are you crying, dad? I've never seen you cry before. Uh, It was gut wrenching. Really? Yeah, and and it's weird too because the previous week they ended up ended their current storyline and a storyline that had been going on for several years, and it was like the big fight, and it ended. They even did the the montage of scenes from old episodes over music, and and it actually felt like a, a season or series finale. And my wife and I looked at each other. She's like, I, I thought you said it had one more episode. And I'm like, I thought it did. And she goes, I think we saw the last one. I think that was it. And then I had to look it up. And no, there indeed was more ep- one more episode. Uh, it was so weird the way they did that. It, it felt like it was the end. And then I start reading, well, the final episode is actually going to be more like um, episodes from previous years, kind of a standalone monster of the week, them doing what they always used to do before they got caught up in all the, the cosmic bullshit and the long storylines. And uh, one of them had said, uh, come out in the media and said, hey, you know, I think probably, you know, in five years or something, we'll probably come back and revisit it. I don't think it's really gone. So this made me think, oh, okay. So they're going to be ending with them just on the road doing what they always did, you know, saving people and killing things, you know, that which is what they, they always did. And I'm like, that's a great way to end the show. It leaves so you can kind of in your head think, um, you know, the Winchesters are still out there. Even, we're just not watching that, that show anymore, but they're still doing what they do and they can come back whenever they want. Uh, nope, we saw them both die. No kidding. Both of them. Both of them dead. Dunzo. If they want to come back to this, I don't see how they can do it without some bullshit excuse. And, and, and they even gummed up all the time in between because basically what happens is, you know, they, they, they beat God. You know, the, you probably don't know this, but, you know, they met God. God's a real asshole. God was basically going to destroy the universe because he was sick of everything. And mm-hmm. the angel, everyone was involved. They managed to win. Um, so now it's like, hey, everything's back to normal. All their, you know, past 15 years, of, it, it's all done. And they're back to doing what their dad taught them to do, which was, you know, to, to kill monsters. A normal hunting a, a nest of vampires seems like something they did right in season one and during the fight. Uh, this one guy shoves Dean back and in, in what you, you don't realize at first is there was a piece of rebar in the pole and it goes right through him. Uh, and he kills the vampire, but then he's like, Hey Dean, come on. And he's like, uh, no, dude, he's like, there's something in my back and it, it gets drawn out. And he just says, you know, Sammy promised me, you know, like they, they always do when, cause they, they've died in the past, but there's always been some way to bring them back. Uh, and then he just dies. And wow. yeah, he, he wakes up in heaven um, sees Bobby, who you might have seen if you watched the first season and everything. And Bobby's like, you know, your mom and dad live over here. You know, it's like a, it's a cool place. Uh, and then you see Sam in a montage live out the rest of his life, get married, have a kid, hair gro- goes gray, um, clearly hunted some more. And then on his deathbed, with his son there, 
and, and he dies and then he pops up into heaven with Dean and I'm like, how are they going to come back to this? Right. It's, it's an end. And, and it, I think what really got me, I mean, first was the death, but then the fact that I realized while I'm watching this is that there, there's no continuing this. And, and it's tough because we've spent 15 years with these characters and Corbs, I know you don't like fantasy stuff, but if you're bored and don't have anything to watch, that's a great series. If you go to the YMCA you're going to see people of all walks of life grab the treadmills that are in front of the TV that's showing TV right. morning yep. first for the, uh, the, it's like two episodes of charmed and two episodes of supernatural back to back. Um, great show. Definitely something you can relate to if you're not into normal genre stuff, because it's kind of like a road trip thing with some horror movie stuff thrown in. Uh, okay. But yeah, it was, you know, 15 years of being invested in the storyline. I mean, I, still married to somebody else when i watched this first episode <laughs> but that, I mean, that's, that's pretty amazing though 15 15 years of it tv shows don't go on that long anymore right I mean, that doesn't TV, happen even tv shows back in the, the 80s 70s mash cheers stuff like that they didn't go 15 years so 15 years for a tv show that's pretty good yeah and, and it ended because they decided that they it was time to end it the president of the cw has always said we will keep let them make supernatural for as long as they want to because while it wasn't super high rated it was always rated the same like it was one of the most consistent shows on television so they knew that they could you know guarantee they had about a million viewers you know every single week in that spot and that was good enough uh yeah, it's uh, you should check it out. But yeah, a lot of supernatural fans are pissed about the way it ended. Um, I'm just, I don't know. It, it, it got to kind of decompress. You know, I've had the, the the song, you know, "Carry On My Wayward Son," which is kind of the unofficial theme song of the show, stuck in my head all day. Believe it. Uh, every every time I see something in the Facebook feed, I start to get a little. Uh, you know, it's it's weird that TV shows can impact us that much, but I mean, with something like this, where you've spent that long you know, watching these characters, they, they really do become like family. You know, I, Definitely. I, I don't know. What do you, any, what TV show do you, or in the past have either of you had that kind of a connection with? I know what you, Corbs is going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I know what he's going to say too. How about you, Paul? Um, I, I gotta, I gotta admit, yes. Uh, Sons was one of those that you get so invested in. And have, um, you, have you checked out the Mayans? I haven't. No, no. That's pretty good too. That's that's, and it's a different twist on, kind of the same thing, which is which is weird. I mean, obviously in the Suns, they're they're fighting against the law. In the Mayans, they're working the the one the main character. I can't remember what his name is. Top of my head, actually, it comes back. I think at the beginning of next year, but he's actually a government informant. Nice. And he's his brother's member of the club, and he gets himself prospecting the club and becomes a full member and all that stuff. And they're both working with the, with the government the, the feds and stuff like that. It's weird, but it's on the same time, at the same time, it's, it's a great show. Nice. I'll so have to I, check it out at some point. Yeah. I found another show that I really like too on, on the Paramount network, Yellowstone. I've heard about this. That's uh, yeah. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Kevin, he's in it. Um, Cole Hauser. He's uh, he's from he's done he's done he's not like a big actor like a real big like top draw actor. He was in Too Fast Too Furious. He was the bad guy in that. <laughs> he's in a couple other movies that I've seen, but like nothing like huge. Like he's not like you know Tom Cruise, Tom Hardy stuff like that. But he's like a bit character in a lot of movies and TV shows stuff like that. But he is 
he is fantastic in it. And then um, his he's got three sons. Wes Bentley is one of them. Um, he's a, a lawyer that he's like went to school. There, it's a, it's about a a guy that owns like I want to say something like two hundred and forty acres of land in Montana. Oh wow! So and he and it shows how that they go about you know maintaining the land and and stuff like that. People are trying to come and buy the land off of them and steal the land from them, and you know they're trying to build up the area so they can get money coming in and he, how he has to fight to keep the land and stuff like that. So it's, it's great. Actually, I got my, <laughs> I got my ex to watch it. So she watched it in like a weekend on nice. uh, the Peacock. Mm-hmm. Peacock had the first, first two seasons for free or whatever. So she, she, she would call me up and watch, you know, Oh my God, I can't believe what's going on. And I know I got to go back and, and remember what's going on. But this last season ended in started in June and ended and the ending of it, I was like, are you fucking serious? I got to wait a whole year to find out what happens. <laughs> so that's, to me, that's a good, I like, I like when they do stuff like that. Like um, season two of sons, when Jack's sons get, gets kidnapped and they got to go find him. stuff like that keeps you invested, keeps you coming back to the show. And that this show does that to you. So well, I just had to switch out the DVDs, but because remember you gave me the first four seasons all together so i was like yeah let's just keep going because i would have went nuts on that cliffhanger if i would have had to wait like all summer to find out what happens there yeah it's it this one is crazy the end of this one was was nuts so but uh so he's got he's got two he actually had three sons one was killed in the very first episode and then he's got a daughter so and she's like uh an investment banker type thing so she's always the one that's getting the money coming in for the, for the ranch and she's buying stuff and buying properties and selling properties and stuff like that. So it's, yeah. it's, if you're looking for a show that to me is, that's my new sons. I, I, I wait, I'm waiting for that to come up in, uh, I'll probably start next June. So, I mean, I got to wait another six months to see it. So I'm itching <laughs> and actually tomorrow starting tomorrow they're playing all three seasons on the paramount ne- network back to back to back so oh nice uh, all, the t- all the episodes so i'll probably be sitting here <laughs> that's corbs's next week that's he's done hey, hey, corbs <laughs> yep. do you have netflix i do have netflix okay uh, i'm pretty sure that um all 327 episodes of supernatural on netflix i have a challenge to you i would like to see you go back go and try to watch at least the first episode maybe the first couple Okay. Let's see what you think. You know, we're we're gonna we're doing this. We're gonna do this weekly or bi week. Weekly, I'd like to, as long as everything works uh, out. Do we do we want to go weekly after Thanksgiving? Since yeah, I would well, say no. that would, that's probably well. I don't know. Uh, we'll play, that, it play it by year, but there there's a good chance we may miss a week. Don't chalk it up to us doing what we always do. <laughs> you mean you doing what you always do? Right, but uh, Geekpot is we is me is we. So yeah, we I'm not you. Did you say we. We, I mean, that might make the well, show the lo- different. The logo is green. Uh, but yeah, that, that's my, my challenge. Um, you, you know, know what? I might I'm, even get I'm in looking, on this challenge. I'm looking for shows to watch. Actually, the other show I was just I was just watching, I started watching, is uh, Bad Blood on Netflix with uh, Kim Coates. So that's pretty good. It's about um, the mafia-controlled Montreal in the late 80s, early 90s, and how they went about it and Kim Coates plays the enforcer for the mob boss through the first season. And at the end of the first season, all the, 
the mob boss, his son, and his father are all killed, and he takes over. Nice. So the second season is him running the the racket in Montreal for not for the mob. He's no longer a part of the mob. So I just I'm at, I got like I think like two episodes left before that's over. Oh, we're, and of course it's not recording because of fucking the COVID. <laughs> right. So. So that's it. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking for shows to watch. So I, I'll, t- I'll check out Supernatural. I got no problem with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I really think that uh, I, I understand the kind of shows you're into and you have more yeah. grounded sensibility than I do. Uh, I think that um, the show kind of transcends that, sends that because it's really about family. Um, right. It just, all the other stuff is, I don't want to say it's noise, but it, it's just setting. It's, it's not really what it's about. At its core, it's uh, the story of uh, uh, two brothers and their dad. Okay. Really. And I, I think you'll like it. All right. Have you guys, I got to ask, you guys still watch The De- Walking Dead at all? Yes. Oh, of course. Fear? Still watching. You watch yeah. Fear? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, yeah. World, World Beyond. You watch yes, World Beyond? thank you. Yes. Yeah. I love Is that show. Any- you Do you? I do. Yes. I'm really enjoying that. See, I've heard bad things about it. I haven't started watching it myself. Check I'll it out. Like go yeah. go to uh, AMC's yeah. streaming and yeah. catch up because it's good. It's a really cool yeah. show. All right. I, I like the differences with what they're doing. Yeah. They're really humanizing it with the kids, and yeah. Yeah, I cool was show. worried about it, but you know the kids in The Walking Dead too. But it really doesn't play like that. It's uh, nope. definitely some strong actors in that uh, show as well. Those the younger actors are mm-hmm. incredible with uh, what a good job they're doing. Yes, okay. and they, they're doing some really cool shit in there too. Okay, what do you guys think about the Walking Dead ending next year? I'm okay with it. I, I see the time. You think it, it's you, you agree it's run its course? I don't, but if the purpose here is to end it so they can continue, not not just past stories, like they did announce they're going to be doing stories of The Walking Dead to focus on past characters, but if their intention is to still move the whole universe forward with other series, I'm completely behind it. Me I don't too. think that the, the, the property needs to end, but they are kind of getting, you know, how much more can they do in this right. particular setting? They, right. You know, they were talking about like a Daryl and Carol. Oh, that's definitely happening. That's yeah. yeah. So I just did, I didn't know. I, and I was wondering if you guys watched the, the world beyond, cause I've, I've heard things, I've heard people have said good things about it. I've read things about it that said it's not that good. So I just was wondering well, what that's you. That's incorrect. That is really okay. good. Yeah. All right. I'll, I, I'll, I, again. Yeah. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. I always call Fear the Walking Dead the good Walking Dead show. I right. World Beyond is the other good Walking Dead show. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like I like Fear of the Walking Dead. I've been watching. I've been watching that, and I mean, Paul, you and I, when you and I first started that, I I refused to watch the Walking no, no, Dead. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> and and now and now I itch for Sunday nights when the fear when fear's on and the Walking Dead's on. I I, I tape them because I put my son to bed in the middle of the show. So I don't want to like watch it and then have to push pause. So I tape it. And after he goes to bed, I'll watch it at right, right after. So, but coming from a guy who hasn't or didn't want to watch the show to now, I can't wait for it to, I have to wait for it to be on every week. And I Jones right. for it to be on every week. It's, it's pretty weird that I've gotten, I've gotten to that point. So I don't know, but yeah. I'll check out, I'll check out world beyond. I, like I said, I, I read things. I said, the people were saying it wasn't that good. So I was like, ah, they were talking about maybe not being renewed after one season. I was like, well, I'm not going to get invested no, in a show. It's, it's a two-season show. It has an okay. ending already. Oh, okay. It's already oh, okay. greenlit as far as I know, but it was it was created as an idea. There's going to be 20 episodes total. That's it. And they're going to okay. tell the story from start to finish. Nice. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I guess then uh, yeah, I'll start. I'll give it a, a shout. I know my, my girlfriend's been watching it, so, so maybe if she's 
she has them. She has them taped, but so maybe if she isn't watching them yet, whenever whenever I'm opening. Oh man, next. have you been able to see her during the pandemic? To start, we weren't, but when the when stuff started loosening up, we started going back out. We started doing like date nights on Thursday nights and stuff like that. So, but now with things starting to shut back down again, it's it's getting tough. And I we just found out that her her ex and his new fiance and their baby daughter were at a party where somebody tested positive. Mm. Oof. Yeah. And then he had, he had their son. So her son and on Wednesday, he wasn't there and he got tested the next day at school and was negative. So he's negative. The baby just tested. They had the, their had their baby tested. And I just, that was the text message I got when you guys were like, what the hell was that? That text message was her texting me, letting me know that the baby tested positive. Oof. So the girl that the girl that was at the party was asymptomatic. So I don't know what that means for the baby, but they found out today that she's tested. The baby has tested positive. So, so we're gonna, you know, we gotta wait and find out. So, speaking of young actors and actresses. Um, have you seen, um, apparently on TikTok, there's been a bunch of talk, an old movie from uh, 2011 has been freaking people out. It's called Megan is Missing. Have you happened to catch any of the news stories about this? No. Well, I, I caught a little buzz of this and uh, the director went on and he said, hey, if I'd known people were going to be uh, watching this again, I would have given my standard warning that don't watch it at night and don't watch it alone, which intrigued me. I'm like, oh, he's saying it's really scary. I'm going to tell you right now. I went and I found the movie. I watched it. Is not scary. Um, originally, it was conceptualized as an um, educational tool to teach kids about the danger of the internet. I will tell you, if you want to see something that's, that feels very real, feels very powerful, it's going to make you feel awkward and, and weird. Because the, the idea behind the film is a girl gets abducted and, uh, by a, a creepy guy and so really bad stuff happens. And it's all done in like the found footage style. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, th there was a point in this movie where I'm just like, this is maybe the most awkward or weird I felt watching a movie with my wife ever. Um, but it was still powerful. And I, I came away, when you watch something, even if it disturbs you, if you come away, maybe not changed, but it sticks with you a week later, that still is, is bothering me. Um, I, that's an impressive feat, I think. Definitely. Uh, but yeah. fair, fair warning, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to be scared like a regular horror movie. You're not going to feel good after watching this, that's for damn sure. But it definitely would be an awesome tool to scare the shit out of your kids so they never talk to random people on the internet ever again. Nice. I mean, maybe I'll have to watch it because my, my kid's been on some random, not random chat, but some chat or something like that. And him and I got into it the other day about that. Got into a lot there, of things. There, there's some graphic talk on there. Because, you know, one of the girls is a, is a really good girl. The other one's a real slut. Uh, and she goes into some really graphic stuff about the first time, you know, her dad raping her or the first time she, you know, gave a blowjob. Like graphic, I wouldn't show it to my nine-year-old right now. Um, but if you get a kid that's past the point where they at least know what sex is and, and they can be right. – and what that really does is it establishes this girl's um, boundary. She's the kind of girl who feels like she's older just because she's done a lot of stuff. But it turns out that that doesn't protect you from somebody who's a predator. And that that's, some people said that it was it, um, sexualized uh, or fetishized um, teenage girls. I think, first of all, that was probably very real, how they, they talk. And it, it, it effectively shows that you don't have plot armor in real life. 
and and bad things can happen when you make bad decisions. So I, I really think it's an educational tool. It's called Megan is Missing. Um, check it out. Just be prepared to be to feel weird after you watch this. Outstanding. I'm gonna I'm gonna put all this stuff in the notes on our Facebook page too. You're gonna feel so, sad. Feel sad. Yes. <laughs> so what do we got up next, Paul? Um, all right. Well, we are running out of time again. Six Come minutes. Um, Let's so, speed through something. Um, can you speed through either sports? one of you? Can you speed through the sports in five minutes? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's not that. It's not that. Trust me. There's not that much. Not many. Not many fucking sports going on. <laughs> Everything's in a fucking bubble, or everybody's getting COVID. I mean, that's sports. There you go. There you go. That was Corbs' sports report. I mean, I mean, obviously, you're going to say, you know, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning for winning the Stanley Cup. Uh, for the first time in my life, I was able to watch the Vancouver Canucks every single game in the playoffs, which was nice when they when they finally started playing again. Obviously, them being on the West Coast, I didn't see them very much, so I got to watch them play every game. And I literally, because you know, I did nothing. I had nothing going on and no work the next day. So I was able to stay up at 1030 and watch until one o'clock at night. So that was pretty nice. So, you know, congrats. I was, I was happy that I could see that. Um, I saw their franchise goalie play at the end and he is freaking fantastic. And I look forward to the next couple of years going forward. The NBA Lakers, yippee freaking do that day. Nobody cares. LeBron, <laughs> whatever. Uh, M- MLB Dodgers, you know, happy for them. They've been trying, they've been trying and trying and trying. Uh, it solidified, solidified Clayton Kershaw's Hall of Fame career and finally winning one. He's not won one for for years. Obviously, the first time they won it since 88. So happy that he won it. People can stop talking about that shit now with him. Um, the other thing I got is, you know, Jose Abreu, White Sox, huge White Sox fan, won the MVP this year, had a great season in the 60-game season. Um, again, I got to watch a lot of the games being played this year. Um, so that was nice. And then, um, only other thing I got is Dustin Johnson just won the masters. Um, as everybody knows, obviously playing 40 rounds of golf this year. I'm a huge golf, <laughs> huge golf fan. And he's my favorite golfer. My all time favorite golfer is Greg Norman never did win the masters, but I was happy that I saw, I actually watched Dustin Johnson win the masters this year, which was nice. Played in November. It's normally played in April. Um, so congratulations to him. And then one last thing, um, Sean Connery. Oh, yes. Big, big Sean Connery, big double, big 007. Obviously we talked about it earlier. Um, just, you know, him passing away, you know, the original OG James Bond is gone. And I, you know, people don't, people don't know it, but that's who I'm named after. Oh, nice. My father was a big Sean Connery fan. So that's how I got. So am I. Yeah. So yeah, I I mean, oh, 007, love the Bond movies. Got my replica Highlander sword here. Highlander's <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Love that yep. movie. Yeah, me too. So yeah, I just I wanted to you know wanted to say you know, rest in peace, 007. The fourth annual Sci-Fi Horror Fest returns in 2021 with an all-new location. This family-friendly event will have new celebrity guests, new activities and attractions, as well as a diverse selection of vendors, ranging from horror and sci-fi merchandise, artists and authors, tattoo artists, podcasts, as well as unique vendors like breweries and wineries. Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 27th and 28th at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Guest announcements will begin after the new year.
year. For all up-to-date information, including tickets, vendor space, and sponsorship packages, go to www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Please note, dates of event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. Welcome back. <laughs> you need to keep that in. You have to. God, it irritates me so much. My new glasses, I didn't get the anti-reflective coating because I didn't want to pay all the extra money. And I like fucking screens in my glasses. Did you even notice I have yeah. new glasses? Uh, I noticed they look different. And I definitely noticed that you have laser eyes tonight. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a thing. Nothing I can do. Well, I, I have my glasses on the first time. And, and I, I have a hard time seeing up close with them. So I could t- take them off. To, so I was had them off and on, off and on. So in the middle of the, between the two, first two, I went yeah. my contacts in. <laughs> oh, that's you what go. took you so fucking long. I <laughs> yeah, that's what exactly that was what it was. I went with my contacts. <laughs> so. All right. Uh, okay. Now, this is something I've been looking forward to since, since September. Hugh, why don't you tell us about the, uh, the video game you were camped by uh, Pezo for us? Um, we, were, we, were, we were approached uh, by uh, a role-playing okay. game company. To okay. do a review of their video game. So take now, it away. Now, the funny thing about this, Paul, is uh, when you mentioned to me in the text that you were going to, you wanted me to talk about that game, I've gone back through our text. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I'm just <laughs> going to ask on air. You know, maybe it'll come off as funny. I have no clue. Um, dude, I, I barely played it. I, I could not get into it. Uh, it was so hard to get into the game. Um, everything was, it, it was like, a, I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's based on a real um, role-playing role game. game. Yes. And I mean, definitely you can see the attention to detail there, um, but it's like micromanaging things and tiny little text. And I, I, I played it for about two hours. Um, I, I, like, I should have thought about this. Yeah. And went back because I think he was like live stream texting me as he was playing it. And he was not a happy man. No, not even a little bit. Couldn't figure out how to save. Yeah, I could. Simple things, you know. Th- things. Okay, I don't understand your game, but I should be able to figure out how to save without a fucking instruction manual. Right. Um, I, I did a little bit of reading on the game, and apparently the the character creation is ridiculously in depth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very true to the tabletop role playing game, which is probably what makes it difficult as a PlayStation game. Uh, we should probably also mention the name of this. It's a uh, Pathfinder yeah, Kingmaker. I hope you yeah. get there. I was wondering what the name yeah. of the game is. And this is apparently the deluxe edition or something like that. And this is a game that was been out since 2018. So the version they approached us about is just the polished version of it. Yeah. And surprisingly, if you Google this online, people are raving about how great the game is. Now I, I can kind of understand it because I mean, it, it does this whole like map thing. And like when you get to each area, you know, maybe you got a fight or, or, you know, talk to the innkeeper or whatever. I mean, it's all really well done, but first of all, I, I'm not a big fan of isometric games. Um, I mean, we have technology to have 3d games now. So, right. I mean, you, you could release a supernatural isometric game and I'm probably not going to play it because I, I just can't get into that anymore. Gotcha. Um, Corbs, do you know what that means? Not really. It's kind of where you see things from the top down, well, top, uh, but like three quarters view and at an angle, like older mm-hmm. style tactical role playing games. Um, I mean, everything that I did in the game, I mean, it seemed um, well polished. Uh, the sound and music were excellent. 
uh, there's nothing technically wrong uh, with it at all, but I just could not get into that style game. So I, I don't want someone to, to listen to this and go, oh, I don't, I'm not going to get that because, you know, Hugh says he doesn't like it. Trust me, I am not the person whose opinion you want to listen to on this. Gotcha. So thumbs down from Hugh, but give it a shot anyway if it sounds like it's your kind of thing. If it's something that you're into and you like those style games, absolutely. Because I, 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 I don't think there was anything wrong with it other than it wasn't my cup of tea. Gotcha. And um, trying to find the save function. He, he disliked okay, it so yeah, much that he tried to, to push the uh, review onto me. He was like, is there a way like we can, we can get this for you so you can try it. And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. I'm, I'm Did good. You find out how to save? I, I, yeah, I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> if I did, but you know, here's the thing. I, I was looking at it like, you know, I was excited. You know, we got a video game review Then I found, find out that it's, it's not the style, a style game. I really like, I, I, there's no way I could have put a hundred hours into this game. Right. And okay. which it sounds like is that's what you need to do. Like yeah. that's super in depth. Uh, apparently it's very, very faithful to the tabletop game. So your mileage may vary. If it's something you're really into, like if you want a super faithful D and D style game, yeah, then absolutely. maybe that's your thing. So. Well, okay. I'm, I'm my, my glad brother, I was my able to. Like it then. My brother's into D and D. Actually, my son plays D and D now. So. Oh boy. I, I'm yeah, glad I was kind of able to fumble my way through this review. I, I didn't know was coming though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you want to go into the the comics, or do you want to talk about the other thing you want to talk about? Uh, well, I, I just want to put out there, and Paul, you know this, uh, Corbs, you probably don't, um, but uh, my wife wrote a book. Yes. And wow. then she's put it, she's finally, originally it was just for Avery. Um, the character, it's a fantasy book, and the character, just like my daughter, has a Tourette's-like syndrome, causes tics and things like that. And uh, she wanted to just write something for her. Well, it, it's, it's really fucking good. Yes. And I mean, she is, uh, I mean, she has revised this to the point where, you know, I, I was reading, I actually read the first eight chapters again tonight while I was uh, eating dinner because she wants me to go through now because she's getting close to being done. And I mean, this is, I mean, I tried reading the Harry Potter series and I, I didn't like the writing style that much. I mean, this blows it away. So, nice. I mean, and I think a lot of people have said that too, like the first book in the Harry Potter series, it was a really good story, but it wasn't a technically well-written book. Um, this, I think this is definitely better. Um, I'm not going to say, I mean, the story, if, is it as good? That's going to be up to the reader, but uh, I've kind of, I don't want to say pressured her, but I've convinced her to go ahead and at the very least release it uh, digitally on Amazon. She's uh, put together covers and everything. She started up a website. Uh, I think it, this is really, really good stuff. If you like, um, it's like it, she's shooting for like grade school, you know, young adult type mm -hmm. audience. It's definitely in the vein of Harry Potter and things like that. Um, but we're excited about it. Uh, it's, it's not available yet for sale or anything like that. Uh, but we are working towards that and hopefully hopefully the editing will be done by the end of the year and um, i mean she's trying to decide you know does she want to try to submit to a traditional publisher first or go right to um amazon digital and uh we'll see what happens but uh yeah it's it i just wanted to throw that out there I, i'm her biggest fan so i have to about the title and the website for the audience um the title is uh, the keepers of talum that's i believe t-a-h-l-m uh, and uh, it might be EM, but uh, the uh, website is www.dsallenauthor.com. Let me just double check that because we had some issues between that and the Twitter feed because somebody else had actually taken that. Let me just look that up. I kind of like uh, recording the show and having my computer right here. <laughs> All right. Author 
com. Sorry, I should have had this prepared. Um, no, it must maybe it's just DS Allen. I think it was the Twitter one. She couldn't get the actual. Oh crap! I can't get anything. My uh. Well, that's fun. Hey, Paul, you want to move on to something else, and I'll uh. Uh, yeah, and not to mention this this will all be on the Facebook page. We'll have links and all that ready to go. We'll probably have Laura tweet it out as well. So if we can't get the information right here, we'll have it all ready to go when the episode comes out. But next, we're going to move into our GeekPod book club. We're going to talk about comics a little bit. Um, I was actually going to ask this, this, but then Hugh guilted me and said he's actually been caught up on reading comics. So uh, I'm going to go ahead with my first pick, which is a book that came out this week. Uh, it's called The Sea of Sorrows, number one, from IDW. And I'm going to read to you the, the, the write-up from Previews World. Deep Sea Adventure with a horrific twist. From the creative team behind last year's hit horror series, Road of Bones, comes an all-new tale of terror in the bone-chilling style. In the aftermath of the Great War, the North Atlantic is ripe for plunder by independent salvage crews. When a former naval officer hires the SS Vagabond, he leads the ship to a sunken U-boat in a fortune in gold. Tensions mount as the crew prepares to double-cross each other, but the darkness of the ocean floor holds deeper terrors than any of them have bargained for. Plunge headfirst into the icy waters of dread with another historic tale of terror from writer Rich Dauk and artist Alex Cormack. Sounds really, really cool. I haven't been able to read it yet this week. Been a busy week. But uh, it sounds really cool. Looks really good. Check it out if you get an opportunity at your local comic shop or online and all your regular digital venues. Yes, did. Okay. Okay. I, I did find it. Um, sorry about that. I should Not have had this prepared. Uh, it is dsallenauthor.com uh, because Perfect. there's another author named DS Allen who has the website. Uh, she's also on Facebook. It's like I said, it's the Keeper's Talum. It's book one. It's called The Misplaced Child. Um, nice. And uh, there's a, a mock-up cover on the website. We actually used Avery. She she posed and it took pictures and uh, for the cover, and then Damara did stuff. And we may not end up using that one, but I think it's really cool. Um, yeah, I saw that one. That's pretty cool. So, I think you uh, shared it, and that's when it came on my radar. Gotcha. Yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yes. What about you? Comics. Um, I, uh, not reading anything, um, like crazy or different, uh, recently, I've really just tried to, to keep up with, um, the books that I, I like, you know, the core books, Batman, Spider-Man, um, I haven't really read anything out of the ordinary. Um, I mean, the current run of Spider-Man is getting a little weird. There's some crazy shit going on there. Um, the three, uh, the three jokers ended, did you end up getting to read the three jokers, Paul? I didn't. Well, they're talking about doing a sequel because it's one of the most critically acclaimed and most loved series, you know, uh, Batman. It's, it's a huge deal. I mm -hmm. fucking hated it. And and not because it was bad, but because at the end of it, I feel like, you know, th this was advertised as, first of all, they created a mystery. Batman's in, in what, the, the Mobius chair, I think that thing's called. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he basically has all knowledge of all time uh, just for a few brief minutes. And he learns that there are three jokers you know mind blown everyone's like what there's three jokers that was we've a been, while ago right yeah it was it was uh, like five six seven years we've been waiting all this time 
to get an answer to what that was. They finally do a three-issue limited series, The Three Jokers. And lo and behold, there are three Jokers. We get zero answers as to why, really where they come from. Um, by the end of this book, you're left with only one of them. And I, I don't really feel like I learned anything more. They could have completely skipped that and nothing would have changed. And, and I feel like that should have been even if it wasn't, you know, cataclysmic change, it should have changed the myth of Batman in some way. I guarantee it's not even mentioned in the main books ever because it, it, there's no fallout from it. They don't need to right. mention. Yeah, um, they've already pared it down back to one. So yeah, and and the the funny thing about it too is they kind of shoot themselves in the back because at the very end, um, you know, he's uh, talking because Alfred's still alive whenever this happens. And uh, Batman goes, I knew who the Joker really was two weeks after the first time I met him. We find out all, all this time he's actually known the Joker's real identity. And you find, I mean, you don't really find out who he is. You just find out he was a, a angry guy who an abusive father had a, a wife and a kid and Batman moved them to a safe house and got them away from the Joker. And, you know, then he became the Joker. We don't really learn his name or anything like that, but it kind of defeats the whole point of like, who is the Joker? And he's known this entire fucking time. Right. So, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's so fun. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, good, really well-written, great characters, great art. But if that was their, their intention, I just kind of, why did we fucking bother? Yeah. That's so it's just been money. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, you right. wanted to talk about Ethan Van Scryer, Scriver. Not yet. We're going we're gonna to focus on that in a future episode. Okay. Yes, that's coming later on. Because that, that's one of those things where I actually have to do some research and look into what happened, how he went batshit crazy, and started calling people Nazis and telling them to kill themselves. And so. saying that DC is going to close in June. Yes. Yeah, that was the latest one. Um, anything else, Hugh, before we wrap up? I think we're – I'm good. How about you, Corbs? Corbs? Corbs is good. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna close this out with something a little bit different. This might be something new in the COVID era that I do instead of the WTF files uh, because I'm really not rushing up against much crazy shit out in the real world anymore. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to drop one of Paul's wisdoms and nuggets for you guys. All right. We ready to go? Sure. Love is not the best feeling in the world, my friends. Finding a toilet when you have diarrhea. Now that is the best feeling in the world. Good night, everybody. And Megan might be bitches. <laughs> this has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.